even more importantly, like I think the most important thing they're doing, they're connecting with their leads and their audience. Whether that's on their Instagram stories, whether that's in their emails, whether that is actually DMing and reaching out to leads that we're bringing in, they're willing to do that. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 449. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. I cannot believe this is the last podcast of October. (laughs) So crazy. I can't believe that we're at this place. Like The holidays are really busy for us, usually in my company because of Black Friday and holiday promotions and New Year's stuff. And actually, December is usually one of our best months because a lot of people come and get ad support um, because they want that ready for the new year. So we are busy and it's always a very like busy time in marketing because of Black Friday and holiday promotions and just leveraging that for all these businesses. So I am like, I can't believe we're having these conversations and we're here and the holidays are here. It's crazy. It feels like just like last month was the holidays last year. Um, But I have an exciting announcement before I dive into the content that I want to share with you guys. And that is for the first time ever, I decided to do a paid workshop. It's only $37 and it's focused on creating a Black Friday sale for your business. So it's it's really a similar um, concept that I teach when I taught all of the cash infusion stuff, but tailored specifically to Black Friday. And we're going to talk about, you know, deciding what your promotion should be. It doesn't have to be a discount. It can be a new mini offer. It can be a bonus that you include. Um, There's a lot of creative ways that you can leverage Black Friday or really the holidays. Like you don't even have to do it over Black Friday. It could just be in early December um, or some sort of holiday promo. And so we're going to talk about what your promotion should actually be. And I'm going to share the different ideas and the different examples and how to choose what the best thing is for your business. Because if you sell something that's low ticket compared to like a $10,000 offer, the strategies are really going to be different in what you do. So I'm going to talk through that and then I'm going to talk about how to do the promotion in a way that doesn't feel really salesy and gross like I think a lot of people get scared with Black Friday because they don't want to be that company who's just another sales email in people's inbox with all the things happening in Black Friday and so they don't do anything but really it's actually an opportunity that you can serve your audience and you can give them a cool opportunity to buy from you to work with you to sign up for something in a way that you can get creative with how you serve them whether that's a discount or a bonus or maybe even a different like new mini offer that you put out there it's also a way to create cash for your business quickly because typically with black friday promos what i recommend is um only running it to your warm traffic and so even if you have a hundred people in your audience you might be able to sell you know five ten of those people but really leveraging any leads you've built this year any social media followers any audience whether it's podcast listeners youtube followers any audience you've built and leveraging that in a promotion and so i'm going to talk through how to do that what assets you need and how to do it in a way that doesn't feel inauthentic to you and creates cash for your business and you know it's a really great opportunity to capitalize on work and effort and money you've already invested this entire year and probably the year prior to your business so 
Um, that is happening on Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So it's Tuesday, November 2nd. If you can't come live, no problem. There will be a replay um, of the experience. And so it's only $36. You can go to hirschmarketing.com slash workshop and save your spot for that. And there will be plenty of time on there that I will be doing questions and deep dive into your business. So I am excited to offer something that's a little bit more intimate than a free training um, and really dive deep in this because I know I can make you guys a lot of money. Okay, today's content that I want to dive into, we had a really cool conversation on my team the other day and I love these because they help me with content but they also give me a really good perspective because I have you know a whole team that works and serves our clients all different clients, different niches, different ad spends. I mean, ranging from like $1,000 a month ad spend to 100,000 plus a month in ad spend. Um, And huge seven-figure launches to smaller, like making their first $5,000. And so I love having a range and a perspective. And one of the questions that we touched on in this meeting was we pulled up, we track all of our clients that are profitable versus not profitable in, a, in one big dashboard that I can always see and that my director of the ads team can always look at. And so we pulled everybody who was profitable and we asked the team and said, what do you guys think these guys do and have in their business and like different things related to strategy or things that the clients do or messaging, anything goes. Like, what do you think that is setting them apart and making them the most successful clients we have. And it was a huge list, which is cool to see, but what the team said is really boiled down to two things that I thought was really interesting. So there's obviously a lot that goes into successful marketing. There's your strategy, there's your messaging, um, there's the understanding of your ideal client to be able to write really good messaging, there's your offer and your offer positioning. We know those things, right? That's what I do in a strategy call and customize it to a business and make sure they have this custom strategy and it's made for their audience and, and their offer. And there's also a lot of optimization that happens after the strategy call. And the faster you do that, the faster you kind of reach success. I have clients who have been in elite for 90 days and we've already tried like three different funnels because we've had one and like some part of it maybe worked, but the other part didn't and it was completely not working. So we tried something else. And I just love all my clients who are willing to really like be open to that and be open to shifts and changes and putting in that work. But these two things I think, um, actually come from the business itself, which is why I thought you guys would actually find this really helpful because it's something you can fully control, right? You can hire um, an ads team and and work with an agency and these are the things that you really wanna also have in place to have this go along with it and things that we try to help clients have. So the first one was when we looked at that list of clients, most of them had a really specific niche. Like they were really clear in who their ideal customer was, but it wasn't really broad, like, oh, it's just every single mom or it's all online business owners. They really, and and it's cool because a lot of these businesses, like one has been with us for like four years and they've evolved in that time and gotten more specific in that time and gotten more focused in that time. And so I think one of the biggest like journeys you can go on as a business is as you as you go and as you sell and as you connect with your audience and as you bring in leads and have conversations and 
and really just connect with everything that's happening and learn from it and be open and and available to it, oftentimes you see an opportunity for getting more specific and going like, okay, well, I have, you know, maybe 10 people I've sold my product to, but nine out of 10 fall in this bucket. They are all moms of kids under five, or they're all business owners making $5,000 a month and want to get to 10 or whatever like specification you can pull out of it because what that does is it allows you to get more specific in your messaging so then when you go to write ad copy or have an agency write ad copy or you create a landing page you create a strategy or an email or a webinar you're talking directly to somebody based on the struggles that they have and frustrations and all the things that are coming up and it allows you to be more powerful and stand out with your messaging and so I think this is you know this is kind of like a cliche thing that a lot of people tell us as entrepreneurs like you've got to niche down you've got to get really specific we know these things but it was cool to see this in action and we ran through all the clients and we were like oh wow you know each one of these has really gone through a process and a journey and uh, you know over time figured out very clearly who their specific niche is. So that's one thing that you can do now and you can look at now. And I think the other thing is you don't want to let this, there's a balance here. So whenever people teach this, I sometimes see with new businesses who have not made any sales, make a decision to niche way down and then end up hurting themselves because they are saying no to all of these opportunities because they made a decision from going through a program or going to an event that this was going to be their niche. And I feel to an extent that this is earned. So just how I talked about like maybe a couple of weeks back on the podcast, how first you kind of have to hustle. First, you have to hustle in your business and you have to wear a bunch of hats and you have to do all the things and then you earn the right to get focused and to say no to things and to really focus in. It's kind of the same thing for this. At first, if you've never sold anything or you're a newer business, you're under six figures, you might not be like super niche down yet. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because there does always need to be this phase in your business where you're saying yes to a lot of things. And then you figure out how to get more specific. So if I use myself for an example, when I started my business seven years ago, I didn't just do marketing. I also did virtual assistant work, calendar management. Like I did everything for clients. That's how I started. And Facebook ads and marketing was just one of those things. And it wasn't even to nearly to the level that I do it today. But I also was doing like scheduling emails, literally managing people's calendars, managing their inbox, like helping them with transcribing an audio, you name it, I said yes to it. And that was in the very beginning of my business because I needed to figure out one, what I was really good at and two, what was going to really catapult my business and make me money. And so you might not be that broad, like that was really broad. And that was as I was like all by myself getting into the industry, taking on clients. But you do have to go through this phase where you have to get some sort of feedback. You have to actually get some customers and you have to actually sell your offer and get leads and have conversations to be able to understand how you should niche down. So you can try, but it might be enough for you to say, oh, I'm targeting you know, moms of toddlers And then over time, figure out, oh, all of my customers, the actual people who buy from me, 
have XYZ in common. And so I can start calling that out in my messaging. I can start talking about that in my ad copy, in my emails. And that's why messaging and marketing, it's a never ending process of optimization. And it should be because you'll constantly be learning from your audience and your customers and your leads and take and should be taking that and applying it into your marketing. So these companies had gone through that evolution, but that shouldn't stop you from running ads, from marketing your business, from trying to sell your product and making you overthink have you niche down enough, okay? All right, the second thing that all of these clients had in common was they had really quality organic content and follow-up. They, they were working, they work very cohesively with our team where our team really, we try to handle everything we possibly can. So we we drive the strategy, we provide guidance even on organic, we do the ad copy depending what package you're in, we do the funnel work or we audit it. We drive all of this, but in, in connection right with that, all of these clients who were super successful, they are showing up on social media, they're creating and prioritizing, creating valuable content, and even more importantly, like I think the most important thing they're doing, they're connecting with their leads and their audience, whether that's on their Instagram stories, whether that's in their emails, whether that is actually DMing and reaching out to leads that we're bringing in. They're willing to do that. They're not like, oh, I'm too good for that. Like, I just want this to work and I just want to run this one ad funnel and I don't want to do anything in my business because I'm going to go run this other company over here or because I think I should only work two hours a week. Like they are fully 100% showing up in their business, not 100% of the time in their marketing because that's why they've hired us but they are listening to their audience. They're showing up, they're creating content, whether that's a podcast or a weekly video or whatever it is. And they're creating this like cohesion where the ads bring in leads and the ads are bringing in people into their funnel and putting them in front of the offer. And then the, the client is following up with constant nurturing, emailing their list regularly, showing up on social media, having conversations, DMing people, creating that valuable content, which what that does is it creates multiple touch points for these leads and for this audience that eventually they will buy. And, and that is the thing, like if I could just drill that into everybody's head for you guys to understand, is 99% of people who come into contact with your brand or even join your email list as a lead are not going to buy the first time that happens. They might buy in a year from now. They might buy six months from now. They might buy two years from now. You have to play the long game and you have to show up and and not like discredit or be like, oh, I don't care about those people who haven't bought from me, whether you're doing that intentionally or not intentionally. So many people do that where they get a thousand people into their funnel over a period of time, maybe, maybe 10, 15, 20 actually bought in a short period of time. And they're like, oh, well, I need to go find more leads. It's like, but you have 950 right here that might buy from you. So what are you doing with those people? And so creating this organic content and follow-up and engagement in your business as a whole from a holistic place like that is what ultimately creates a success. And I specifically have a couple of elite clients 
who've been in Elite since the start. So that's about four months ago. And in the beginning, we had this evergreen funnel and it was doing okay. And this is like two different people that this happened for. It was doing okay. And it was getting a little bit of sales and we've made a lot of optimizations, a lot of changes, a lot of progress, and we were bringing in a lot of leads. So after about two and a half months, I was like, okay, we need to do a live launch. And I had both of them do a live launch. Both of those live launches turned their entire experience so far into a very profitable one and paid for everything they'd been doing in those last three or four months. Because if they, what if they though before that were like, oh, well, this evergreen funnel isn't working. I'm going to shut it off and quit. You have to see the value of bringing in the leads and re-engaging those people to get to the sales because that's actually where the profit happens and the success happens is playing that long game. And we've only done one live launch. Like they have, one of them has thousands of leads that's come into their list and maybe has only sold about 20. We have so many more people that can potentially buy. We can do a Black Friday sale. We can do another holiday sale. We can do a live launch in January. Like that is true marketing, creating that constant re-engagement of your audience and your list. So, all right, you guys. Well, I hope you guys join me Tuesday, November 2nd at 4 p.m. Eastern time for my workshop. If you go to hirschmarketing.com slash workshop, you can save your spot for that. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a ton of value. And it's going to make you a lot of money because you're going to implement my strategies for running a Black Friday sale or a holiday sale in general. And otherwise, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.